and welcome to our sequel pitch spoiler cast for the brand new Uncharted movie. I'm Drew Toynbee, hi, and I'm joined by the other person who made the unfortunate effort. decision to go and see this movie, or effort, yeah, who made the effort to go and see this movie, Andy Henry. Hello! Ah, so, like, we might as well jump straight in on this. Yeah. It's, I mean, um, we, should, we should point out where the other two are. Obviously, Matt is away uh taking care of his babies mm-hmm. and the reason i said effort is just because funny because we were like ross do you want to come see this film and he was like yeah yeah and then about five minutes later he was like you know what i can't be asked yeah <laughs> and you know i you don't much yeah it's okay so i yeah. i think the 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 best way to do this is spoiler free thoughts <laughs> and score to begin with and sure. then we go through more specifics um and so Andy, mm. what what are your spoiler-free overall thoughts on this movie? Um, it's, it, I don't know, because I'm I'm a fan of the games. I've played the games. They're quite close to the games in certain points, um, but overall, it's not what I was hoping for from the film. Mm-hmm. Um, just trying to think, basically, what can we go into without without spoiling it? too much at the beginning but um if you say if you just want initial initial thoughts it's fine it's i think if you if you change it's one of those things if you change the title and characters names it might have got a little bit higher in people's uh books i think it's because it's an uncharted movie you've got that everyone knows what they're expecting and they're already going in hoping it's going to be four stars or above so yeah, like be fair that everyone involved in the film had such a hard time yeah going into it living up to what the kind of game um is so yeah. and not to mention like at this point 15 years of development hell 15 that's mental and to be yeah, yeah to be fair there's been a lot of films that have had shorter development time still in hell and been like, a lot worse like this movie's yeah. fine it's it, it's fine but that's like I remember walking out going, yeah, that's fine, but it's like, that's not what you want, is it, from a from an uncharted, an uncharted film and stuff? Yeah, so. I, I, would, I would tend to completely agree. I think, because I'm, I'm a big fan of the games and, and Naughty Dog as a, as a studio in general, and it, I think that bumped my score up a little, weirdly, mm-hmm. Um Although I can, I can, I completely agree with you that people's high expectations because of the franchise might be giving it a lower score. But conversely, for me, I was, I came at it from the other way, which was if I didn't have any attachment to this franchise and the characters, and primarily the yeah, Easter yeah. eggs, then I wonder if my score would be lower than it was. I, I, I remember yeah. sitting in the cinema thinking. I think for me, as the type of fan of Uncharted that I am, this is a three star movie, but I wonder if for most other people it would be a two, 2.5. That's how I'm, yeah, I think, yeah, it, it's de- for me, it's definitely, it's around two to 2.5. I'll probably end up giving it like a 2.25 because Oof. it's, it's like fine in certain sections, but a lot of the time I'm, j- I'm just like, I'm not laughing or I'm not, you know, yeah. The times I've played the games, I'm in, I'm I'm re- I'm laughing laughing out loud, or I'm enjoying sections like yeah. so much, I, like you're visibly visibly smiling and sitting up, and I'm just remembering in the cinema, just kind of like hand on my chin, going, 
yeah, okay, and yeah, and so yeah, it definitely didn't have that the tone I think that the games have. It, it's, it's certain tone... points, but not throughout. Definitely not. Yeah, they 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 got some of the quips right, a couple mm. of them, but I think again, trying not to go into spoilers, there it one of the one of the biggest hallmarks of the games for me is the warmth yeah that the characters yeah. like the affection that the characters have for each other mm. and they've made a decision with some of the characters i'm just i'm being as broad as possible <laughs> um they they've made decisions with some of the characters that i can understand why they made those decisions but it means that for a lot of the film there is none of that warmth yeah. and i think the film suffers for, from that as well i also didn't i think the i think the pacing was quite weird yeah we're talking like, about that i think in spoilers because that i definitely at certain points was like this is all over it feels mm. it feels like it shouldn't be here you know where we are it should be a little bit either back or forward it's such yeah 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 and and the editing as well like the quips when they do come the sort of humanizing fun moments feel like such a rush they mm. they go by so fast and it makes you wonder if they were studio notes or if they were naughty dog notes like come on guys you this can't yeah. be po-faced solid action movie they've got to be quippy it's one of the hallmarks of it it, it does I, I saw a tweet and I can't remember who it was who it was from, but just someone saying, "God, it really it really does seem like the people who made these films the, this film don't understand what people like about Uncharted and what makes it good." Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, but on a on non spoilery positives, what did you like? Um. I, I can't like, <laughs> so I, I did like Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. I do Same. think Mark Wahlberg was horribly miscast. Same. And um, we can, you know, we'll save that for the spoiler. Tom Holland, yeah. I thought was fine. I thought the thing I was like, the first thing I think I saw when he was in, uh, when he got, when he had his suit on, sorry. At one point, spoiler, he gets a super. Oh, no, I, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> I think that's okay. Okay, I so, think that's yeah, in but, the trailers. Yeah, oh yeah. So he's got he gets a suit a suit within like the say like first not the Spider Man suit, a normal suit. <laughs> um within the first like 15, 20 minutes or something. And I remember thinking two months ago I saw Tom Holland in a suit and he was playing a sixteen year old. And now mm. I'm seeing him in a suit and he's playing, say, a twenty six year old, but he looks exactly the same. And I kinda of, I guess that's the kind of the curse with when you associate one character with an actor like you know, if any, if Ryan Reynolds, play, Ryan Reynolds plays any quippy character now, you kind of just go, "Well, that's just a cheap version of Deadpool." Yeah, um, I I completely agree mm. on that front. Like, it felt like he wasn't. It wouldn't surprise me if, in earlier drafts of this, before Tom Holland was attached to the project, that he wasn't a bartender and they're not drinking red wine in one scene, but. I I genuinely feel like oh, I I I would be very curious to find out whether the amount of booze in this movie because it's a boozy movie. It's got some booze. Damn. Yeah, like there's the 
alcohol is involved in a lot of scenes in in kind of a front and center way and yeah. i wonder how much of that was just them trying to say look he's not a kid he's not a kid he's not a teenager what are you talking about he's yeah. not a teenager i mean he's fucking stacked he's about twice as big as when he is when he was when you saw him in spider-man so it's he looks mental. Like he, does, he, he does kind of look i don't know how old he is i think he's like 25 26 anyway. yeah yeah i just wish they kind of either at the start of the film or the end of the film um had him in had him with stubble i think if he if he had stubble um, it would have been fine, but for me, he still looked mm. a bit too young. He just and the way he played—that's a good point. The way he played him as well was a little bit. I don't want to compare him to Peter Parker, but he was a bit innocent and a like he was he was too Peter Parker innocent rather than what he should have been. Nathan Jake uh, Drake, confident, a little co- like cocky. Yeah, I again, I I'm fully with you on that as well mm. because Drake in the games, he's incredibly knowledgeable like he about all these historical artifacts and because he's presumably even in the first game like minimum 30 or very late 20s you kind of buy it when he's like oh this symbol means this about this obscure pirate from 400 years ago and and i just know all this stuff where with tom holland he just comes out with these there are moments in the film where he's like, I don't know. I don't understand this. We're we're just going to have to work it out as we go. So they he's not entirely knowledgeable about everything, but the stuff that he does know, mm. he it, it doesn't it doesn't feel earned. Like yeah. he's he's been he's been a bartender and uh, he's been in a boys orphanage and then sometime in the subsequent 15 years he became a bartender. And there was no discussion about the fact like, oh, I managed to pay my way through college and I did archaeology or something like that. Yeah. Like a mention to Sully that like, hey, my pickpocketing off wealthy people paid for college. Anything like that would have helped. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd, so yeah, I completely agree. I, I wonder, can Tom Holland grow a beard? Can you think of any <laughs> movies that he's in where he uh, has stubble? No. I wonder if he's... He that's was in a, a film point. called Cherry, and that seems yeah. like the most likely... So uh, you, uh, while you look, like, look that up, I'll pick, I've got two other ideas for people I would have liked to audition. I've got a few I would have auditioned for Sully. Two others for Nate, and I'll, I'll see what you think. Keeping it in the Spider-Man family, I think Andrew Garfield could have done this really well, possibly even better than Tom Holland. Fair. Yep. Um, and Taron Egerton would have been, again, maybe better than Tom Holland because I think he could have, both, both of them, I think, could have pulled off the, the quippy, more confident, um, just Drake from the from the comics. Mm. Games. Sorry, well, games. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there is a comic. I'm not going to Google that as well. He can, <laughs> he, he does seem to have some stubble in Cherry. So it's not that he's got a patchy beard and that's why he's always clean yeah. shaven. So yeah, I think, I think you are maybe right. But, you know, it, it's part of his image that he does still look uh, as an actor, mm. that he looks clean cut. And, yeah. <clears throat> and that's part of his appeal to, like one of the reasons Tom Holland would have been cast in this movie is because he's very appealing to people who are attracted to men who look like Tom Holland. 
and and if you put a beard if you if you make him stubbly he may not be as attractive and it like i I don't know i'm i may well be reading into that a bit too much um you talk about sully (laughs) well uh, i'm i'm gonna stay with positives for me very quickly but then i think if we're going to talk about sully i think we get into spoiler territory so (laughs) my positives are also tom holland Mm. um i i I genuinely think that he was doing a really good job with the material he was given, but yeah. I think he was let down a bit by the script and a bit by the editing. Yeah, but no, agree, agree. His performance was good. His physicality was good. Mm. Um, I like the fact that the first obligatory shirtless scene for him wasn't just him walking around his flat with his top off. It was him training and doing climbing and things. Uh, and... And I was like, okay, good. Like, it's showing a. It's it's showing that he's going to be able to do some of the acrobatic stuff that the game is famous for. But it's also making sense of why he's jacked, and yeah. I appreciated that. Um, I liked a number of the action scenes, um, especially as it gets a bit more bonkers towards the end. Mm. I it was when it embraced being mad yeah i liked yeah. it the, the, um yeah the end the big end scene and obviously the plane scene which is in the trailer yes was very it did feel very game very game tone well, yeah, i did that is that's that's basically lifted verbatim from the third game yeah 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 um and the the end big uh, yeah the the big act three kind of conclusion that that felt very much like a game uh, the game, sorry, and yeah. and earned and stuff. And now, then I was like, yeah, come on, more of this, more of just that ridiculousness that is slightly yeah. believable. But that was just the final 20 mm. minutes. Um, what else did I like? I'm just going through my notes very quickly. I liked the Scottish henchman and the jokes <laughs> at his expense. That was, I, I got a real chuckle out of that. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, I mean, I, do, I did kind of laugh. It was It was a cheap joke. But, it was a cheap joke, yeah, but I did. I, I really mm. did laugh. Um, I I liked. I really liked the references to the games. Um, yeah. I like. I genuinely enjoyed them, and I'll go through some of those with more specificity in a minute. Um, that's it. So I liked Tom Holland, some of the action, <laughs> and all of the game Easter eggs, and that's my. <laughs> yeah, as me too. too I'm like, I, there's no. Again, without spoiling it, but even when yeah. we do spoil it, there's nothing I can really pin pinpoint that would be like this was amazing. Go see it, be- you know. Even even go see it because of this bit. Um, they're saying yeah. it was unfortunately it was slightly under okay this movie for me. Okay, uh, and I would I would rate it as fine. I think so. I'm just going to get up our score spreadsheet, and we have to leave Ross and Matt at an even. 2.5 <laughs> yeah i guess um so so what what is your score i mind so 2.25 i think and and to be honest without sounding harsh that's kind of being generous because i like the games and stuff and the references to the games did kind of push up a little bit if it was called um something else uh and the characters would call diff- something different Maybe a little bit higher, just because it would have been at least something um, slightly not original, but something kind of newish. Um, but apart from that, yeah. And the sad thing is, it's a quite low 
down past the recommendation for me. It's not even like a, you know, you might enjoy it. To be honest, don't. I, I would say just don't go. You you honestly aren't wow. missing much. You aren't missing much by not going. Fair enough. And for for my part, I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stay optimistic and give it. I'm 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 gonna give it the three rather <laughs> than the two point five sure. because. I can still remember it. Like I saw it yesterday. I can still see some of the physicality. I can mm. still think of some of the moments where they wanted me to laugh and it maybe got a out of my nose. <laughs> like and I've remembered some of those little little snorts. Yeah. And like so yeah, I'm going to go with 3 and <laughs> say it's fine. A 3 for me is Yeah. Yeah, it, it's we 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 normally we we pinch from Empire and say a three is a recommendation, and I don't know that I could say this is a recommendation, mm. but it is fine. So I'm gonna and fine's two point five. Come on, don't mislead the people. Don't Boris this and say. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, when you look at our then overall score, it comes out at two point five six. Um, oh, that's uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of that is fair because I say yeah. there's nothing there, there's. The thing's wrong with this movie is just that it's not enough of this or it's not enough of this. You know, there's not mm. enough character. There's not enough yeah, um, and I silliness. Think, if, I if think you go importantly... In, yeah, if you go see this, you're not going to come out going, oh, that was a fucking waste of money. You're going to come out going, yeah, okay. Yeah. And yeah, importantly, I don't think that this is only a bad movie. or <laughs> I don't think that this movie suffers only if you liked the games no, and yeah. we're expecting the games. I think mm. anyone going in is generally going to come out of it like, eh, I could see the potential and some of it was fine, but a lot and of that was meh. If there is a sequel, I probably wouldn't go see it, but I think people that wouldn't know the games may be like, oh, I'll be tempted because I did yeah. kind of like some of the... Had a you bit know, of, I did kind of Yeah. Tom Holland's buff. So yeah, there we go. That's our spoiler-free thoughts if you've not seen it yet. Um... And you can you can decide for we we don't recommend no. you see it. But I we wouldn't blame do. it if you did. So yeah, you know it's going to be on Netflix in six months because Sony have the Netflix distribution mm. deal. So stick it on if if you fancy a a, a mindless action movie in mid twenty twenty two, early twenty twenty three on Netflix. Stick it on, but maybe see don't. Tom Holland playing a scavenger tomb raider and mark Wahlberg playing mark Wahlberg. so yeah mark, yeah and <laughs> and with that let's get into specifics and work oh. our way roughly through the plot of the film and discuss our <laughs> thoughts so uh, wikipedia currently this movie's new enough that it doesn't have the full wikipedia style plot breakdown mm. so we're gonna have to kind of eyeball this andy um yeah, I mean, we so, were talking about pacing earlier. The thing is, it does kind of go pretty quick. That like, it's it's kind of hard to remember proper bits. You kind of remember the story, and now you know like, when you when I'm trying to think of like in the scenes, the the scenes that weren't like pivotal or the important bits. Mm. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying yeah. to really remember. But okay, so we'll right, it. well, Give it a try. so it opens, it opens mm. with the plane with the cargo. It opens with Drake uncon with Tom Holland's Nathan Drake unconscious, hanging hanging from a hanging from a crate, mm. which is in a long string of plate crates that it is attached to a plane. And he wakes up and goes, "Oh shit!" And then tries to climb back towards the plane, 
kicking dudes in the face as they are also there. And then at the very last moment, he manages to make it to the plane in the nick of time and then gets hit by a car that's falling out of the plane. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> that's that. So thoughts on that as a cold open? Can I first point, actually, you going back to saying um, Tom Holland's like image, his clean cut image, actually, because mm. he's got no hair on his face. Does he swear in this movie? He says oh, crap. He, does. he says shit a couple of times. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm just so immune to the word. Because I, I was like, maybe that's part of his image as well, that he can't say anything too bad. It's a 12A, I... so we got no fucks or anything like that. But Or maybe you do. I'm there... so immune to swear words. You can, <laughs> I just I think you can have, you, you can, can one. say one fuck yeah. in a 12A. I and, but did. shit, I think, is it's almost unlimited. fair game in yeah, PG yeah, yeah. now. You can say shit in a PG yeah. movie, which is bonkers. Yay. Um, or it's bonkers if you young. grew up in the 80s and 90s like we did anyway. Mm. Um, so, but... yeah, as, as an opener, um, it was okay. I, I mean, we saw it in the trailer, so it was a yeah. bit like, okay. Um, and then uh, the first thing I thought, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to start with obviously a exciting uh, opener. And in the games, sometimes they start midway through the game and then something happens to Nathan and he passes out and then we... We flash back right to the start of the game and play it through. Indeed. So I was like, okay, cool. Nice game reference. Um, love, nice, all that lot. Um, he falls out when he gets hit by the uh, car. He falls out and starts tumbling out of the sky. He then, uh, the camera pans up to his arm flailing about. And then it looks like it, the, the, uh, the scene is basically uh, mashed together with a flashback where uh, Nathan's falling from a building and his brother catches him. Hmm. But it looks like someone catches him in the air. Yes, it does. So I'm a bit like, right, when this comes back later, who's that going to be? And I don't think it does. It's not the girl, is it? It's not Fraser. It, well, no, it it, it is a... Chloe, but but there's the the intro scene protracts that sequence a lot because in in the full scene he falls down, he hits the crate in midair, he bounces off it, he has to skydive mm. back, and then he and then she catches him. And where this was, he's just falling. Then someone grabs yeah. his hand, seemingly from nowhere. But I say, it, was, um, it was okay. A good act. Good. Good. Well, I thought it was a bit weird halfway through the film. Where I was a bit like, why did they open? Apart from kind of maybe just having a game reference and being an exciting opening. But mm. then when it when it calls back later and you kind of see Fraser and the yeah, other people, you see it I more was like, from oh, her perspective. Is, I really like the opening now and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, the the same thing going on at two different time at the same time. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah, filling. filling I completely agree. The payoff of it mm. later giving us a slightly different perspective on it did work for me. But to me, it it smacked of, oh, man, just someone at studio level went, OK, we need to open on a big, exciting action beat. Yeah. And so they just went, oh, you know, let's just, oh, they do it in the games, don't they? Let's just rip an action scene out of the middle and slap it on the front and so it kind of it started me off on slightly the wrong foot i also don't like the physics of it like this is a plane flying at high speeds like a plane that big's got to be going several like mm-hmm. a couple of hundred miles an hour to stay in the air yeah well no okay i i don't know but the the ease with which he is able to jump into the wind towards the plane like did occasionally bug me yeah and but again you're looking at that and you're like okay so there it's leaning into not being very grounded and then the film spends the next hour and a half being pretty grounded Mm. um so there we go i'll probably come back to this a lot but yeah the tone (laughs) was 
this needed to be ridiculous, but yet still slightly believable, just like the games. And yeah. there just wasn't. And yeah, grounded and kind, you know, kind of realistic was basically the whole way through, and it should have been a lot more fun. And I don't know, I almost had a feel, obviously, like the game where the character, because the characters do kind of have that, um, they uh, that kind of they don't take things too lightly attitude. Um, but obviously, when you're playing the game, if you die, you could just redo that section and i feel like the movie should have kind of had that uh that feeling but i don't know how maybe that would have been down obviously to the director but it's, say, mm. it was just so serious there was no fun there was no like oh if they get caught you know they'll find a creepy way out it was like oh they better do this yeah yeah i know what you mean um okay so then so he gets mm. hit by the car he gets caught in the air it moves into us meeting young Nathan and his brother Sam. And Tom Holland spends the entire movie not saying, sometimes saying Sam, sometimes saying my brother. He is always referred to as my brother Sam. The full my brother Sam. Do you know what happened to my brother Sam? Is he talking about my brother Sam? It's like, you don't, if he had another brother, it would make slightly more sense. Or if there were two people called Sam in the movie, it mm. would make slightly more sense. But that fucking bugged me so much. He, he says, my brother Sam, Sam, every time. And yeah, it just, yeah, that bugged me. Um, so it's set up that they, would, they broke into a museum to steal a map and it immediately goes wrong. Um, and so Sam gets expelled from the orphan, the Catholic orphan orphanage that they live in, and decides to go on the run instead of go to prison, and goes on the run. Has a kind of moment with Nate where he's like, "I'm I'm going, but I'll be back." And you know, I I, I maybe because again I knew the game, but I was like, "This this cat's never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally the last time he's going to see his brother." Yeah, um, and no, but I was like, I, I, I did call it. I'm, I'm often really bad at predicting what's going to happen. My, my wife makes fun of me a lot when we're watching TV shows, and I'm like, oh my god, so and so's going to die because of this, this, and this, and she's like, no, shut, fuck up, you're so stupid. And it generally doesn't. I'm generally wrong, but this is the one time where he was like, I'm leaving, and I was like, he's going to be told that he's dead and we're going to see him in an end credit scene. Yeah, and yeah. we do exactly <laughs> that. Yeah. And this was, I, I also realised uh, there was a piece of dialogue where they're discussing finding the tre finding this lost treasure, which becomes the focus of the movie. And he says, um, so the Nate says, so the treasure's gone. And Sam says, no, it's not gone. It's lost. And there's a, if something's lost, it can be found. And then, um, Nathan says, sometimes I feel like that about our parents, like they're just lost. And, but, and so, and I was like, oh, okay. And the implication, like Sam could then just say no, because we as the audience get the implication that no, they're not, they're not just lost. They are gone. But then Sam says the full line, like, no, Nathan, they're not lost. Yeah, they're they gone. gone. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, it's really on the nose and like that's if that was if that was a line in a disney animated movie where mm. two characters are broken into a museum I, uncharted is a disney animated movie i could see but anyway that's oh, yeah, let's not get off track but yeah it it felt very very on the nose um yeah. so 15 years later 
Nathan Drake is now played by Tom Holland and he is a cool, confident bartender. And we quickly see, well, not that quickly. He he seems like he's a bit flirty, disappointed a rich girl won't talk to him. And then he tries to sort of chatter up and be charming using his lighter. And then we quickly, and I thought in quite an effective way, see that actually the lighter is a distraction for him to steal a diamond bracelet off of her wrist. Mm. And I was like, okay, all right, that's that's fine. Um, and it is immediately then pickpocketed from him by Marky Mark oh, playing yeah. Victor Sullivan. And now we're just going to spend an extended period of time <laughs> explaining why How Marky Mark got? didn't work. Okay, first let's talk, talk about introduction of Tom Holland and that character. Because I'm trying to now think of this movie both as a fan of the game and if I never played the game. Hmm. So... Do we like Tom Holland, basically, Nathan Drake? Do we like him when we first see him? Do we get him? Do we get his, his, his yeah, his quippy, his confidence? Um, I think I personally mm, did. He's late for his shift, but then he kind of makes a joke, and that's kind of, I guess, a nice way of, an easy way of going, like, hey, this guy's a bit of a rebel. Um, yeah, I guess it was... Yeah, and then as I say he gets he 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 turns up late. He then goes to this, the bar. He then serves the girl. We think he's chatting her up, and you know he might even be. But um, yeah, and then it skips to the end of the night, and that's when he steals the bracelet. I just felt there was another. I don't know. There need. I think there needed to be a scene. Oh, he he walks past a girl, his friend bartending, and goes, "How was your date? It was good. Great." Yeah, and I just like we need. I think we need another scene of him just being. This is Drake. This is who he is. Yeah, that's a, fair. Just a, a bit of banter between either that collie or another one, or like his manager, just extend that scene of you're late. Why do you always do this? Oh, uh, it's just because it's me. Oh, well, Drake, if it wasn't you, then I'll be pissed. But go on, get out there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, again, I think they're le- uh, the whole of this film with a lot of things. I think they're leaning on the fact that you know this game and you know Nathan Drake. Um, and I don't think they pull it off a lot of the time. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. Um, he does then meet Marky Mark, <laughs> um, who and this is where this is where I think the conversation does get a little bit interesting because I I think trying to be a little more introspective about this, I think my biggest issue with Mark Wahlberg as Sully is because of my knowledge of the games. Because from the first game, when we first met those characters, they have a very warm, effectively father-son relationship. And there's banter, and and they playfully insult each other all the time. But you can... it The affection between the two characters is palpable. Mm. And this movie makes the decision for it to be their first meeting, but for them also to spend the entire movie actively distrusting each other and being angry at each other and being out for themselves and and so mark Wahlberg, as the untrustworthy older team member who recruits the slightly naive one and takes advantage of him i can see that but because someone told him that this film needed to be funny and quippy he plays it he plays it like his character in the other guys, but a dick. And and so yeah. he's got he's he's got that got that really high, really high voice. And 
and and I'm talking really high, high, really high now. And and he has no authority. He has no. He doesn't feel like the older member of the team. It feels like he wants to be playing twenty five as well, <laughs> where he should be forty five, fifty years old and have that authority and gravitas. He can still be a douchebag and and not be trustworthy and be out for himself and have that character arc where he comes to care for Nate and becomes less selfish. Mm, yeah. But he can still be that person and be... and have authority. And I never once felt like Mark Wahlberg had any authority. No in no, this role yeah. i think what they i think i mean i guess maybe credit to to uh sony i think they're what they're thinking is three pictures they're gonna have they want the relationship to be very obvious between nate and sully in these three pictures first they, the first one they don't trust each other the second one they're gonna really bond and at the third one they're gonna probably end up living together so that's what <laughs> i think but i do agree like uh, again i uh, like yeah definitely going no, knowing the game and thinking about sully's character Mark Wahlberg is the complete opposite of what you want. If you didn't play the game, then yeah, you can kind of see it. What I really kind of like about Mark Wahlberg or this character is just like, he doesn't, I don't think he knows if he's making a joke. Like when he, <laughs> at one point, Tom Holland's like, oh, I need this. And for this, for this plan, I need this, 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 and a cat. And you know, Mark Wahlberg's, Mark, sorry, I should start, I should call him. It's just like, oh, well, why do you need a, oh, you know, I'm not even, you know, think, I, I won't even uh, ask. I'll just get the cat. And then it's kind of like a rocket again. Maybe there's so much Marvel, the thing Rocket does in <laughs> Guardians, where he's like, yeah, yeah. Bob Holland's like, oh, I don't really need the cat. That was just for you because you seem really grumpy and lonely. Yeah, because your because your life's really sad. Yeah, and then Mark Wahlberg like kind of left is with left with his cat, and he just goes, what am I supposed to do with a cat? And then there's a beat, and I'm there going, do we do we laugh at that or is that serious? Because he is kind of laugh left with his cat, and then we have a joke later on about the cat. Yeah, but th- th- like. About the, the man, the man from the app said he was going to yeah. feed it, Which and I... it was. Th- this is this is what I was talking about in the pace of the editing, because it, it is those. It it really feels like someone just inserted those yeah. jokes. It felt yeah. like someone did a second pass and went, "Oh crap, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, get, have Nate buy him a cat," and. <clears throat> With a little bit more reinforcement or a little more charm of Mark Wahlberg looking back at the cat and being like, oh, he is kind of cute. Like all that, that changes, it changes Mm. the feel really significantly. And it it just, they rushed through the warmth. Yeah. Oh, such an easy way as well. Because I think they, I think the span of the movie is only like a couple of days or something, maybe three days four days at max and what they needed was basically they needed to make the plan and they needed to go back to say sully's apartment where he had the cat and there's a bit of interaction and stuff and then i was thinking like the next the next day he's they should be like tailing someone or you know trying to eavesdrop on a conversation and mark and sully has to like stop in a shop uh and just look and he's like kind of looking at maybe like trinkets and he's on the he's on his earpiece yeah. to tom holland and he goes you know jessica would really like this and tom's like what who Who's Jessica? And Sully's like, well, it, I, I'm named the cat Jessica. Yeah. And then you can have a little bit of a laugh and stuff. And then, but they say there was no, it was suddenly he hates this cat. And then suddenly he lo- he's, he actually cares about it. Yeah, yeah. No point in the middle where 
Again, such an easy point where easy easy jokes and a, and a nice way to build warmth for the character. But indeed. Um, so Nate is then recruited by Sully, um, and it and there's no explanation of how Sully was able to find him. Mm. Like he just says that his brother said that he might he he would be interested in this thing and he needed an extra person on this job and Nate turns him down but then decides to do the job um basically and so the first leg is they have to steal a solid gold cross from an auction um that's the fourth and, game again i think isn't it the yeah fourth? it yeah. is yeah they as far as what they've lifted from the game the fourth game has um crosses being integral to finding a treasure but they're not physical keys like they are in this they hold clues to send people on a like a treasure hunt yeah um and yeah it's yeah you know that's fine whatever it yeah fine um so tom holland's job what i quite liked about it was when marky mark goes um when he's like right so your job is you have to get the power turned off in that building mm. And Tom Holland's like, okay, how do I do that? And he's like, no, come on. You're, we're in the, I don't know. This is why you're here. This is yeah. your job. You go and figure it out. And Nate has to go away and figure it out and come up with his own plan. And I, I appreciated that because so many movies would be like, he shows up and goes, yeah, you're going to go in there. Mm. And it would show the montage of him doing it, getting there. And then the scene progresses when he does it. And actually it shows that Nate is capable and he is able to do sort of research and, and plan ahead and yeah. stuff like that. And so they go to the auction. We see the baddie who also wants the cross and he's there and he's going to buy it. And again, they lift it from the fourth game where Sully has to start bidding against this man with money that he doesn't have. Antonio Banderas. Let's address him by his name. Okay. Antonio Banderas. He is is a legend. And his first like dialogue scene with Nate where Nate is looking at the cross. Oh, yeah. And then he comes up behind him and he's Mm. talking about it. And he really, really subtly threatens... (laughs) to kill him yeah and and says like over 80 people have have died for this cross it would be a shame if any more blood was to be spilled and i was like okay that was that was fine and then antonio banderas does nothing else interesting for the rest of the movie it's a shame that he's wasted he gets killed halfway through by um his 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 right hand woman i can't remember her name the double double cross the double double Um, the the second double cross i was like oh you know what would be better is if they had like the 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 big twist because antonio about he's a he's a big auction collector or um but he was a bad guy wasn't he well it so what the movie says is that his family funded the original expedition that found the 200 the 5 billion worth of gold uh, and 500 years ago they funded that expedition and because the gold never came back they feel like it was theirs however the family is still fabulously wealthy has has huge companies and resources to hire entire private armies and do all of this kind of stuff but he wants the gold although well he wants the gold because his father has decided that he's going to cut him out of the fortune and give all the money away because it's tainted by blood but then he kills his dad so that that doesn't happen so why does he need the gold yeah i was like i think it just would be better again he's completely wasted he does nothing in this movie like 
at all. Um, and I, I would have been, it has been better, I think, right before he died, he kind of had a change. Maybe he just had a change of heart then, and was just like, yeah, you know what, let's give away this, you know, let's give away this money, and maybe show he was actually a good character all along. But the way he, the way we saw him was obviously quite villainous. Well, uh, but he was like, no, I'm a good guy, and then he gets killed because he's going to give away the money or something. But, yeah. Well, yeah, or have him have him be trying to get the gold to impress Daddy, yeah, and then realize that. Actually, I I don't need his validation. Mm. He's an old man. I've spent so much of my life trying to impress my father, and I don't need to. And then his henchwoman's like, "No, I want the fucking gold," and kills him. But it's like so out of left field, just for no reason, no mm. reason at all. He could have been on one of the helicopters, and yeah. like he, instead of the Scottish guy being the one who <laughs> sat in the cockpit of the helicopter that explodes yeah. that could have been antonio banderas and the movie is no different no the way he died i oh, will get to where he died later yeah. i guess but like um it was weird because like he someone cut his throat and you saw the knife go like halfway across his throat and then it cut to the reaction shot of someone going oh and then yeah. cut back and antonio the... fell down but there's no blood Yeah, there's no blood you can he, see he the just... cut so was that cutaway really necessary? I guess because you, it's a 12A and you don't want to see any like throat slit. But it basically I, was. I I expect there was I expect there was digital blood at one yeah. point and it pushed it it pushed it, it, yeah, pushed it yeah, yeah. too high. Um so Nate doesn't manage to turn the power off um and so has to cause a big distraction by getting in a fight and then swinging off of a, a load of modern art chandeliers, which I thought was... Yeah, was, quite, and was quite... Watching that sequence play out, I was like, that absolutely could mm. have been in the games, yeah. and it wasn't. And that that is a quick-time event from the games, 100%. Absolutely, yeah. And, and I was fine with that. And then you have a lovely moment where Sully does the heist movie thing. He turns his jacket inside out. He looks like one of the staff. He takes the briefcase walks out, is confronted by baddie henchwoman lady who starts off the film kind of, you think you're being sympathetic because you feel like she's in over her head and then it actually turns out that she's like the 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 true villain of the piece. Mm. But she confronts him. A load of security guy, guys come in to the corridor where she confronts Marky Mark and he goes, ah, oh, she's trying to steal the briefcase. And they let him go and then she proceeds to presumably murder those guys like she's stabbing them mm. um, or at least she's at least like cutting them open with a knife which is a little bit horrific but I did think that moment was quite funny um, mm. and Sully leaves Nate to be captured but Nate manages to escape and it establishes that Sully's all in this for himself and if you make it out fine you can carry on but if you don't make it I'm not going to come back for you Mm. And that's the central theme of the movie is these two learning to trust each other. Um, and it and it's just horrible. <laughs> um, how do they do you remember how they get together in the, like, the first film? The first, uh, the, like the first, the first, the first game. game. They no, they they are just they've already been yeah. they've been working together at that point for like fifteen years already. They could like, have saved so much time if they did that as well, rather than have them introduced and all this lot. They could have opened up with like Tom Holland going into this bar job with Sully in his ear, and this is all a big s scheme and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, again I, I think they're thinking three movies. The first one, they don't trust each other. The second one, they maybe they do, but they there's a betrayal somewhere along the lines. And then third one, they they end up being friends forever. 
I mm. I wonder if there was a draft of this that was closer to the fourth game where it's Sam who comes back and finds him pickpocketing yeah. and then sat and then Sam leads him as I like I wonder if if there was a version where some of Sully's lines and the way it was decided to be delivered might be because his dialogue was for Sam yeah maybe and mm. and then Sam gets killed at the end of this movie and then is revealed to be alive and then movie 2 is he shows yeah. up at the end and then he's in movie 3 or something but anyway um so they then have to go they've got the cross they find a clue and they go to Barcelona we meet Chloe Fraser mm-hmm. um who immediately steals their cross because she has the other repair. No idea. I don't think I, I. It was one of those things. I don't think I saw her hand go into the bag or anything like that. I think it was literally like either done off screen. Yeah. Or maybe I just moved it. It was like it, in the um. What's that film? Um. Catch me if you can. No. What's the fucking magic film with Jesse Eisenberg? Oh God! I, now you see me. Now you don't, see me. I was so do not excited. Get me started on. Oh, those I was so excited about movies. that film. And then when all the magic was fucking CGI. Yeah. Turn that shit off. Yeah. I I I was so angry at that movie. I was so angry. That's how I felt the uh, the that yeah. lift was done. I was like, she was didn't cheap. even go anywhere near the bag. Like, yeah, yeah, and um, the, oh yeah, yeah. So they have a pointless chase, and again, this sets up that oh, they don't trust her either, and she doesn't mm. trust them either. Nobody trusts anyone, and everyone's and the poorer for it. Everyone's could parkour and try and outrun each other. Yeah, yeah. for for very little reason. Um, and so then they decide to team up anyway. They work out where they need to go with the crosses. They do a little bit of light puzzle solving um, involving press- <laughs> pressing carvings on pillars in a church that press yeah. in like buttons like no one has ever done that before. Oh, can I just point out, like, as much as I slag off Mark Wahlberg in this role, his resting confused face works <laughs> perfectly for when they're like mystery riddle solving. Because I think I don't I think he doesn't even know like the camera could have been running, but not like you know just between takes. And he yeah. his his face is always like he's kind of smelled afar, but he doesn't know if he did it. He's like, yeah, was that me? <laughs> Didn't feel like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then they have to split up. We get a little bit of character backstory and bonding for Chloe and Nate. Um. And then you have a bit where they all turn their keys at the same time. Or Chloe and Nate turn their key and they're in a chamber full of water and Sully has to turn his key. And it's it's inside a product placement shop for Papa John's <laughs> of all of the chains of well, restaurants. Like did, It's a funny line. Yeah, they had it, something it, with uh, Ghostbusters, didn't they? Which I think was obviously with Sony as well. So... Maybe. Maybe this is just so many things. <laughs> They've got so a, bra- a brand yeah. partner in Thing Papa is, John's. When uh, Sully walked past Papa John's and it had, it was basically an, a, a, an obvious, yeah, shot of Papa John's. I didn't mind that. Yeah. Because I yeah, was yeah, like, that could fine. be normal. But when he kind of went in and just went, oh, yeah, I'm in the middle of a Papa John's. Yeah, I'm literally standing in a Papa John's. Yeah, he could have just said pizza shop. And we would have yeah. known and we would have accept- accepted that. But the way he, yeah, he would have went Papa John's, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then Sully has the obligatory gets distracted and has to fight the henchwoman again so he can't turn the key. Oh, this annoyed me because I think it's at this point where um, um, the henchman woman, let's find her, let's actually respect her and give yes, her what's yeah, her we, sh- we, sh- we should be giving the characters and performers names. Um, Tati Gabriel Brad- Braddock. 
That was her name. Braddock. Yes, Braddock. There Karen. we go. So she has a gun on Sully, um, and she, Sully makes her look away, basically distracts her, and then steals the gun. And he's like, oh, yeah, look at me. I'm so good. And then she basically does the exact same thing on him. Well, no, he does it to himself. He oh, he, looks, yeah, yeah. He looks he basically away does to get it. across. Yeah, it's so, it, it was such an earned like bit of respect. I was like, oh, yeah, Sully's still got the moves. And then he literally fell for the trick he just did on that person. Yeah. I, and, I was so funny. But, and again, yeah. it would have been very much in the spirit of the games if that exact thing had happened and he had gone, oh, shit. Yeah. But but he doesn't. It's played completely straight mm. and it just makes him look stupid. <laughs> um, where if someone looks stupid and acknowledges that they've been stupid, you you feel affection for them. Mm. But when someone just does something stupid and then gets beaten up, you're just like, <laughs> oh, you, oh, your friends are dying down there, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, he 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 wins the fight. Nate and Elena make it through. They carry on through the underground tunnel into some Roman ruins and find a map to the treasure in four huge jars of salt. And one of the funniest game references is uh, Nate has to help Chloe. Did I say Elena a second mm-hmm. ago? I was expecting Elena to show up and she yeah. never did. I was... I... I, I admired yeah. their restraint to not have Elena show up. Um, mm. But yeah, he has to, Nate has to help Chloe up. He has to give her a boost up. And this happens in, for anyone who hasn't played the games, happens all the time. It's a way that they gate off areas of the level so that the game has time to load it in. So you have to boost someone up and they climb up on your shoulder and then they lift you up into the next part of the game, the level. And it's always really effortless in the game. And I really respected the fact that he gave her a boost up and it was like awkward and uncomfortable and really difficult and it hurts him. And yeah. I was like, that's genuinely funny. I, I appreciate like that. pressing X almost. My thumb was yeah, bashing yeah. X like I did in the game. Because, yeah, you can see him going, Ugh! Yeah. Like, I can see the bar filling up. There was, was... To be fair, a lot of the quick timey events, like the plane and stuff like that, I don't know about you. I saw like Square X and stuff like that. In like, yeah. they almost filmed it. Like there, there was a bit of room where it would appear in the PlayStation. So that was <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that's that's a. I I imagine there is already a YouTube video where someone has edited oh, the QTE prompts. Yeah. Um, and then so they find the map. Drake's celebrating. Elena does the double. Not Elena. Elena. Say, <laughs> Chloe. Chloe double crosses them. Mm-hmm. Um, steals the map. And says you can never trust anyone, and knocks Nate out. Well, you can not um, trust Sully. I think this is the point where uh, she goes more into Sam and Sully's oh, relationship. Yes, and yeah, there. yeah. Mm. This is where she reveals that Sam is dead. He hasn't ghosted him. Sully has been stringing Nate along by suggesting that maybe they'll find him by going on this treasure hunt. Mm. Well, I think this is where we learn that. Sully needs Nate, isn't it? Because of the what he Sully thinks Sam has been sending Nate messages, but Nate doesn't know it. Yes, so all these postcards yeah. and stuff that seem innocent and have one or two line messages. He, uh, I'd, actually, I don't, I don't know if Sully knows that, but Sully's like he must have been giving you a message, you just don't know it. So you mm. know, like a code or a phrase, like. And mm. and then and Nate is then like, no, fuck you, you lied. I'm done. I don't need. I'm out. And then one scene later is like, okay, I'll do it, but I'm doing this. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for Sam, not for you. But he, he, you are still doing it for. You're still helping a man who you now hate 
to find gold. Anyway, um, at some point around here somewhere, Antonio Banderas has um, Braddock murder his father. Um, So that happens. Um, Then they all go to the Philippines. Oh, well, no. So then we see uh, Chloe give the map to Antonio Banderas and she joins their team and gets on the plane with them. Nate and Sully are watching them in a a, a plane surrounded, surrounded by <laughs> guards with guns, um, loading up all of the cargo containers that we saw at the beginning and the fancy car that Nate is going to get hit with at some point. Um, and then they're like, oh, they're going to take off soon. We'd better go. And they wander off. And then we go into the plane. And this is where we see Antonio Banderas go out like a punk bitch. Um, for no- Sorry, my cat is meowing at me. Do you want to go out? Uh, yeah, so this is where Antonio Banderas is is killed off for for, for no reason mm-hmm. that I can really work out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, if, if he was good and or if he t- if that was his turning point, then it would have been a bit. I would have been at least a bit motivational for the character for Braddock. Mm. But yeah, I don't I, think there was the the only thing. That just literally thinking about this right now, this second that does make sense is he has spent the whole movie like threatening to kill Braddock and being like, oh, if you displease me again, yeah, maybe I'll what, fucking kill every you. Every bad guy does to their villains, basically. Do this, or I'm going to kill you. And then that's yeah. their supposed motivation to do well, the task. Yeah, and and had they made more of that, had they mm. had her be like, this man, this, like, this, this man would have killed us when he got the gold. What use would we have been to him then? What then I would have been like, now? I would, I would have appreciated it. But it's literally that she's just like, no, I want all this gold. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and yeah. It's, it's like I know it's a, it's an easy movie in terms of like story. Basically, the plot. I'm, I'm fine with the plot being really basic and like the, you know, this, you see the betrayal of Fraser coming. Like I'm fine. I'm kind of fine with that. But um, uh, what well, well, I'm not like fine, and uh, so I'm fine with that. But basically, like the way she becomes henchman to to top dog, just like, and she's it's not like earned. It just mm. makes me think, why doesn't any other henchman just shoot her and be like, right now I'm top dog? <laughs> like she kills Antonio Banderas, and everyone's a bit like, oh, she killed the boss. But yeah. then like, you could easily just pop like shoot her. Like she doesn't have that. Yeah, uh, persona or anything else where you're like, shit, I don't, will not want to mess with her. Yeah, or and like again, you have him have a secretary, mm. and and have them be like, what the hell are you doing? And she's like, I'm, I've been his right hand man or his right hand person. I hired all of these people. I organized all of this, and he's been threatening to kill me the whole time. Mm. I, I have all of this power. These men are all loyal to me, and it solves that problem. And this is this is what gets to me about most about a lot of the films that we've done on this podcast is when I, as someone who will never be paid to write screenplays or come up with story ideas, where I'm like, you know, you could have added one line of dialogue here that would have made that work a lot better. Yeah. And they don't. And that bugs me. Mm. Um it's then revealed uh, that so Chloe 
sees Antonio Banderas get murdered and then decides to peace out. Like she's, where, I don't know where she thought she was going to go, but she, she runs away. But why, but why now? I mean, like obviously murder's bad and that lot, but what did she think she was kind of getting into? Yeah, like, is she expecting to... Like, she's, I know that she's like, uh, what's the face? Braddock goes, quick, no, we go get her Fraser. We don't want any loose ends. So maybe she was a bit like, oh, I know they're going to kill me pretty quickly as well. But then... Yeah, it, it feels like... Don't the, go into the, this. Like, Yeah, the, the whole thing of this movie, it feels like they're trying to say no one trusts anyone mm. and the only people who win in the end are the people who come to trust each other. And that's... Not a that's not a terrible message, but it is poorly executed. Yeah. They like it might have felt a bit clunky to have to have Nate and Sully at the end be like, You have to trust me. You've mm. got to trust me and we can achieve this. Yeah. But at least then it would have been it would have made some of these other moments make a little bit more sense. Um so then it's revealed that inexplicably somehow Nate and Sully managed to get into the boot of the tiny sports car. Ten hours they spent in there. Yeah, and stayed not in there for ten hours. Not their legs, not yeah, doing anything. Like... How they actually made it to the plane and in there, yeah. it doesn't, like, again, there's no little flashback of them, like, sneaking up or having to knock a couple of people out or anything. It's just like, no, 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 they did that. Yeah. We're just, we're going to tell you, not show you. And this, great, this movie again, another reference to the game, or just like over the shoulder, like it does in the game. Again, two to three guards, thirty seconds. Yeah, would have, in, would in have... a little flashback mm. in that moment, but again, they just don't. And then it all goes tits up. Um, and Nate and oh no no they 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 steal back the map. Marky Mark and Nate steal the map, mm-hmm. and then they're trying to find parachutes, but because Braddock. Because Sully revealed that Braddock is the one who killed Sam, Nate then feels he has to confront her. So instead of putting on a parachute, he confronts her. Sully jumps out with the map and his parachute. Um, And Nate then pulls the ripcord on all the supplies. This is the other thing that bugged me. They're like, we're going to airdrop all the supplies and then we'll land and meet the rest of our forces. It's like, well, hang on. The rest of your forces... So they don't, they don't get <laughs> yeah are they unsupplied yeah like that was... if 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 your forces are all there yeah why can your supplies not be there it really bugged me like was... the fact mm. yeah um anyway my brother anyway. sam did you kill my brother sam <laughs> did you kill my brother sam indeed <laughs> And then the whole sequence happens. We see that it's Chloe in the car and because they're all shooting at her. And so she's driving the car out of the plane and that's when it hits Nate and he falls and they land on a cargo crate together and they pull the ripcord and they survive. Um, And they then swim to an island where Nolan North, who is the voice actor or the performance performance capture actor for um, Nathan Drake in the game. Is he the voice? it, well, voice and movement. Because to be fair, when he when they come out of the, it's such a it's so it's it's like um I guess uh, in like a Hulk movie when um uh, what's his face who's the old Hulk the big dude yeah when Lou Ferrigno Lou Ferrigno like that cameo I guess but like it, it's most people would get Lou Ferrigno or know he was kind of yeah. the old Hulk I assumed this was Nolan North but then I was like you know what I don't think it is because he doesn't sound anything like Drake <laughs> and then he kind of goes. Well, Tom Holland, he, uh, he goes like Tom Holland. Oh, Tom Holland goes, oh, I've just come out of a plane. <laughs> I just got car. hit by a car and fell out of a plane. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, that happened to me once and stuff. And I'm like, 
I can't laugh at that because I don't know who you are. Yeah, like... that's fair. I I got a very hearty chuckle out of it, but that is fair for your rand for your average mm. audience member. For... Again, I, I assumed it was Nolan North, the guy. I, yeah. fair, I didn't know his name, but I was like, that must be the voice actor. But because it didn't sound like it as well, I was a bit like, I'm laughing because I know the joke. I know that was the punchline, but I'm not really getting it because I don't yeah. know. And also, you also, haven't done it. You voiced it. <laughs> it ha- it makes me wonder how many the the average movie going public. Mm. Like we are, we are pretty hardcore gamers as these things go. We're not at the we're not the hardest of the hardcore, but we play a lot of games. How many people even know that this movie is based on a game? I uh, would. I would. Maybe half. And so that's half of the audience who don't even know it's based on a game. And so they're just like, "What? who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Why do- what? What? Like, I kind of wanted to so know baffling. his story when he was like, that's happened to me. I was a bit like, mate, go, go have a beer with him. See what's yeah. happened. Because again, yeah, I didn't know it was. No, it was. It was obviously a ca- like a shout out, a cameo, a nod to the franchise and the guy. Yeah. But yeah, if you were like, if my, you know, if my nan went to see this, she'd be like, that was a, that was a weird tangent with this guy. Yeah. Um, but then you get into circles and circles and circles because you say that it doesn't really sound like him. Mm. And part of that is because these games have been coming out for like 15 years or so. And so his voice has changed. But also, I I feel quite confident in saying somewhere, someone, he said that he based Nathan Drake's voice on Nathan Fillion. Yeah, and Nathan Aww. Fillion wanted to play Nathan Drake, but was yeah. too, but was judged to be too old. No, wasn't he? Well, back when in like I think it was like 2010 when this first I kicked off or something. Mark Wahlberg, strangely, was like tied to be Nathan Drake, and then to like 2015, it was brought up again. I swear, Nathan Fillion was he didn't sign on, but he was like, we're going to go for him, and now Mark Wahlberg's he, Sully in this file. Well, no, <laughs> so, so weird. Nathan Fillion made an Uncharted fan movie. Oh, that might be it. And it's really and good. Yeah. It is really good. And he would have been a great choice, but mm. I can I can appre- I can understand why they wanted why they didn't want to go with an actor who was already in his forties. Yeah. I can understand that. And I say well, I said it in uh, was it the mummy review, like Brendan Fraser, if this if this came out in the two thousands, he would have been the perfect drink. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, so they they meet Nolan North and then they get a hotel room and Nate realizes he takes that. his shirt off. Yeah, ta- <laughs> yeah. This is the taking the shirt off for no reason, mm. and sitting in a really unflattering position as well. Yeah, like he's, which, sit, he's sat down, leaning. He's forward, kind of hunched so over. Any, any, anyone's got a six pack's going to have rolls at that point if you're hunched yeah, over. Yeah, it, it so, doesn't yeah. show off the abs. It was that was an odd choice. Um, and then he realized they they go through Sam's old postcards that he's been sending over the years, and Nate realizes that there's. A hidden message on one um, in Invisible Ink, and and he puts the lighter mm. under the postcard, or he puts a candle under the postcard, and it reveals the message. Okay. And I was so ready for the postcard to start burning a bit, and him just being like, oh, shit, 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 and put it out of it. And they didn't do it. it. Oh, my God. Dude, we must think of the same I was thinking of the exact same <laughs> thing. You didn't. I think that postcard was basically the the Invisible Ink that came up. Which, to be fair, was earned because it, it was referenced earlier in the film. Yeah, that they did, like, they, they secret do, they, codes yeah. and things. But apart from that, I don't think he needed that postcard anymore. So, yeah, I was waiting for the, like, the shot of just his face as he kind of gets it and then goes, ha-ha. And then you could even have the smoke come onto the screen. And yeah, then he kind of, him go, and then look down and, oh, shit. And then, 
then then yeah. wake up but and, oh. yeah and that's and that's that's all it needed like it yeah. doesn't need to be a big thing it can just be a little funny sting and the games would have absolutely yeah. done that um but anyway he figures it out he realizes that um chloe will betray him if she gets the chance so he yeah. writes down some fake coordinates for chloe keeps the real ones for himself she takes the bait and leaves he then he then gets in hops in a boat to go to the actual location and just happens to to take the boat straight past the beach where braddock and her men are and so they just follow him very very um, lucky very coincidental isn't it yeah They're like it's like <laughs> so yeah um and so then you get to uh, he finds the two pirate ships that are full of treasure. Mm. Sully shows back up with an actual nice callback earlier in the film where Nate installed Find My Phone mm. so that he could track him. And Sully's like, oh, I keep too many apps open. I thought that was a nice callback. That's a nice callback. It, I was like, I, yeah. He's still, it's still inexplicable. Like that he, he went out of that plane a good 10 minutes before nate fell mm. so they're a, they're a hundred miles apart when oh, they fell yeah. out of that plane and they just managed converging the same place within he's there and within 10 minutes sully's on his tail um and then the baddies show up and oh i think decide... he was dry sorry I, there was one thing uh, uh, with his <laughs> when his, his appearance i was like he said i was like how did the fuck did he get there but he was like oh the phone you know find my phone app i was like yeah. oh, okay good cool boy but i was like there's something weird about this scene and i think obviously tom holland had to dive and swim under like a tunnel to get to these boats, Marky Mark appears and he's bone dry. <laughs> bone and you're dry. like, wait a minute. I <laughs> like, missed that. Fair play. Because I was a bit like, well, maybe it's a waterproof phone. Maybe. And then I was like, he doesn't look like he's been in water. <laughs> it's yeah. like, where the fuck did you come from? Um, so then the baddies f- have followed Nate and show up. And um, these pirate ships are in an, a, a cave with a, an open top. Like, it is definitively a cave in the side of the island, but then it has a... Uh, an opening above these pirate ships which is helpful for lighting purposes but also for the purposes of putting chains underneath them and fucking cargo heli helicopter yeah. lifting them out just I, uh, I believe that i was fine with that yeah, yeah I was like, it's ridiculous and stuff like that but i get it let's move yeah. on i mean yeah there's mm. i know that like chinook helicopter and those cargo helicopters can carry a lot i'm not sure they could carry a to a galleon that is yeah. loaded with gold, gold. yeah um, but anyway, that then leads to an absolutely bananas aerial pirate ship battle yeah, with fighting and swinging on ropes. The whole way through, and yeah, and it and it kind of it retroactively makes the rest of the film less fun mm. because it's like, oh my god, this is absolutely bonkers, and it's fun, and yeah. you you have to fully suspend your disbelief, and when you do. It's it is good, and Nate and, and Tom Holland uh, finds a shoulder holster for his gun, oh, and, he, yeah. and, he's, and, and he's and and he puts and on then, the shoulder then, holster, and then the theme music, music comes in. Yes, yeah, finally, that was good. I was a bit like, yeah, okay. It wasn't it wasn't the best arrangement of the music, but I had been spending mm. the whole film going, why aren't they using the theme? It's such a good theme. Yeah, I get and, it now. Yeah, and so mm. I'm glad they finally did. Um, and so, again, for fans um, of the games, there are some nice moments in here. I like that they, they do the, the I don't know, the just the thing where the, 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 the bad guys are chasing the good guys and the good guys take, take a shortcut and the bad guys have to go the long way route. But yet the bad guys still hum, somehow end up in front of the good yeah. guys before they can escape. You're just like, you're both yeah. traveling at the same speed. This is speed, stupid. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And not to mention... 
um, Sully then has to pull up the helicopter yeah. and he manages to pull up enough to get the pirate ship to go over the top. But then, then it's like the helicopter has to dive back down. It's like, no, that's not how helicopters work, guys. Yeah. He just gained altitude. He Why wouldn't you... then come back down and skim the water, despite how fun it looks. But anyway, mm. um, and then the the one of the 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 bad guy's helicopter crashes and it's sully flying yeah. the helicopter and nate and braddock having a fight on the on the ship and then we get to the crux of the film where nate has to climb up into the helicopter because the chain is breaking and sully has to make the decision as to whether save his his backpack full of gold or save nate and he makes the decision to launch his backpack full of gold at Braddock, mm-hmm. when he could have just reached down and helped Nate up and, and let go- Braddock fall. Yeah, or maybe put his bag. He was in the plane, like, hanging out the door. Or Basically, he could have turned around in a second to put his bag of gold in the helicopter and then helped up Nate. He could have basically done that at the same time. Yeah. Helped up Nate and put his gold to safety. Yeah. It's like it's like the Alien review. Oh, alien, that's, I don't know if it's come out yet. <laughs> but if someone dies Nate, in the, like, the fourth Alien, for no reason, it's an unneeded sacrifice. And I just kept thinking about this when he kind of was like choosing between Nate or the gold. And I was like, don't choose because you could literally have both. Yeah. There's... But no, he chucks it. Uh, to be fair, it, it, I was waiting. He chucks the he- obviously heavy gold bag at Braddock, but it doesn't like clonk on the head. Again, maybe a little missed opportunity. It just kind of falls onto her and the weight takes her down. Yeah. I was waiting for like a good clonk or maybe he uh, turns the bag upside down and all the gold starts raining on her and clonks her on the head. But... Yeah, or something. It does. That does lead to a very good villain death, though, where she oh, yeah. plummets into the water. And I was mm. like, oh, are they just going to say that the fall... <laughs> because a fall from that height probably would kill you. So, yeah. I mean, that's fine, but it's a bit of a letdown. And yeah. then the pirate ship falls on her head. And, almost and I was like... like okay. She's almost like in the middle. It's comically cartoony. It's like yeah, Kirby. Yeah, it's like perfect. the game where it's almost like... the the. <laughs> She's looking up and the camera's zooming right down on her. And I always yeah. wanted her to go, ah, shit. Or, oh, no. Something just really yeah. stupid. Something just cheesier. Go, yeah. Just, it, ah, shit. Yeah. This film needed a bit more cheese. Um, yeah. But, yeah. And then, gloriously, the pirate ship falls about 200 feet into the sea, lands on the baddie. And rather than immediately breaking and sinking, <laughs> the sails unfurl and it travels on wind power for about 20 seconds before then sinking. Yeah. Um, and they, they do nicely tie up. Like, Nate is then like, it's all right, we'll get a diving team and we'll just come back and get yeah. it. And Sully is then like, no, no, not before... Not before that Indonesian warship yeah, gets it. It belongs to the Indonesian Indonesian government now. And I appreciated that. And then obviously Nate's filled his pockets with gold, so they mm. still have some money. Oh. And that's the end of the movie. A bit, uh, I don't know, because uh, uh, one at one point earlier in the film, um, when they're going to go steal the, uh, the golden keys, um, Sully's basically saying to Nate, be a, be a grown-up, act like you belong here and stuff like that. And Nate puts a bit of bubblegum in his mouth or hubba bubba like childish bubblegum yes. and Sully's a bit like this is childish but you you know maybe it's character building for Drake and all that lot but then he goes and actually uses that in his mission he like kind of keeps a door open by putting yeah. it on something so it's actually like it's worth it it's like oh okay you you know you you had that gum for a reason and at the end yeah he's kind of going I, I stole this bit of gold and this bit of gold and this bit of gold and then like the fifth or sixth time he turns around and goes oh you're really gonna like this and then brings out a bit of the bubblegum 
And Sully goes, oh, thanks very much. And then chucks it out of the window. I kind of wanted him to turn around and go, I got something for you as well. This one's special. This one you're really going to like. And he turns around. And he's just got his finger out. I, that's what I thought it was yeah. going to be. I was like, that would have maybe that would have killed. I was waiting for that, and it, I laughed. And the bubblegum was a nice callback, and maybe the right decision because it was a callback or something. But also, Sully should have taken it. He chucked it out the window as yeah. a laugh, as a goof, as a oh fuck it. But he should have gone. You know what? Ah, fuck it. I pop it in. Yeah. Well, and like, and and I get that they were saying because in the very first scene with Nate and Sam, where. Sam says, this is my last piece of gum, let's split it. And then Nate yeah. eats the whole thing. Yeah. I get that they're trying to get that shorthand for, oh, actually, these two are kindred spirits. Mm. But they've spent the whole film utterly distrusting each other. Yeah. And this is my last big problem. They go from... They, they, they go from... No one trusts anyone. Everyone's out for themselves. Mm. Nate hates him because he didn't tell him that his brother was dead and he was using him. And then they're they're best mates at the end of the movie. Yeah, no, and I had that. It it felt really unearned to me. Uh, it really did. Again, that's why I'm thinking studio thinking three films to be honest if this makes a sequel which i don't know off early numbers and reactions and stuff i don't know if it does it might reach yeah i, d- I wonder what points, the box office is i'm just gonna I... have a really good i am gonna have to sign off soon because yeah i i yeah i'm i'm gonna have to sign off um uncharted uh, box office i think what they're t- if there is a sequel i got the feeling that they're gonna do like an attack of the clones thing with uh anakin and obi-wan's character they're bringing back and we'll have like the opening shot will be them talking Nate and Sully about all the, you know, schemes and tombs they've raided, but we're not going to see it. So we're going to be told their friendship, but not shown it, which I think, yeah, obviously is really bad, but I think will probably happen in the, uh, in the second one, if there is one. But um, yeah, to be honest, I think that's, that's kind of, I've got some, so I, I said, uh, my ideas for other Tom Holland was fine, but uh, maybe some other people, so Sully, have you got any other character ideas or actor ideas about who Sully could be? I am. Um, I seem to. I seem to go this way quite a lot. But you know what? I think Chris Evans could have pulled it off. Chris Evans, interesting, an interesting choice. I can't see that. I guess I'm thinking. I'm thinking more game. I'm thinking the kind of. Mid fifties, yeah, like mustache, actively the, the, older statesman. The tub, yeah, the tubby belly, the growlyish voice. Um, yeah, and that kind of hard exterior, I mean, but Liam Neeson inside. Is I a... also thought maybe, but I think what you need is the one thing I think was, that was wrong with Sully in this film compared to the game is Sully was in this film as an action hero, where in the game he's a very capable mid fifty year old man, but he relies on nate to do all the extreme young person stuff obviously because you're the player in the game but in the game sully would be like nate you climb up there because i'm 50 yeah so and that's what i think they missed in this one where you yeah you had you need an actor who's capable and you uh, the audience would believe that he could still throw a punch and maybe win a fight but he's not because to be honest i was like who's the who is the star who's the action star in this film tom holland has a lot more to do but mark Wahlberg had too much to do i yeah. think as the character but they are they, trying to go for this younger i think they start younger and go and end old yeah so. but even but like like i said they can they just because they've aged sully as a character mm. down yeah it doesn't mean that like like he's 
one of the earliest shots of him in the movie is him in a tank top and he's fucking jacked <laughs> because yeah, he's Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah. And it's like, well, and then they have a line later where he's like, I can't do all this running around. I've got bad knees. Yeah. Despite the fact that he His... delivers that line, having just caught up with Tom Holland. Yeah. And then Tom Holland's like, wow, you run really slowly. And it's like, well, no, you had a head start and he just caught up with you. There's a joke like, about <sighs> glasses as well where yeah. they, they nearly die for, uh, they nearly die and then he's like, oh, I didn't read the the inscription right because I didn't have my glasses and I'm like is that a joke as in it's just him covering his ass, or is it because he's old and he does need glasses because we didn't see him in glasses before but the joke wasn't sold well enough to go oh he's trying to cover his ass, or yeah he's an old man who needs glasses he just forgot to kind of take them um, but yeah no so my idea is I was thinking I was trying to think out of the box but also what would be quite believable all these guys I'm not certain on I would definitely just want to audition Mm. Um, and I would tell them they all need to either grow a mustache or put one on because I want to start. <laughs> I want to start basically like that. I would start this film. They're already friends. Yeah. Uh, and they've got to have a bit of a belly. They've got to have that, say, mid 50 year old. So I would I would have a look at Ray Liotta. I think he could be quite good. He's got that hard exterior. But wow. maybe I don't know. I would like to audition. Okay. Him. Um, right. David Thruess. I think that's how you say it. Um, uh, Lupin from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, would have yeah. been great, I think. Um, Fat Gerard Butler as well could have Gerard Butler is mm. the right answer. Yeah. There is no other answer that is correct. Really, even even with his terrible American accent. Oh, I would. Yeah, I would have had him Scottish. I would if I was making it. I'd just be just just stay Scottish. Yeah, um, Ger- Gerard. Yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, I, I tell me your other thoughts, but my yeah. two wild cards were Ralph Fiennes. Uh, just because he's a good actor and he obviously would do a good role, but I don't mm. know if he'd be the perfect role. My yeah. real wild card, I think, would be Bob Obenkirk, uh, because he could do he could do the the physicality yeah. and he could do the fights and stuff. He's a bit he kind of suits, but maybe a bit too, I guess maybe skinny or something. But no, I my, I can either David David Thruess David Thruess Thuless Thuless or Fat Jared Butler would be my my two. I can't believe they went. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know whose suggestion that was because yeah. it it just took me out. It was so yeah. I guess especially that tank top scene. I was like, why? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Just put him in a normal shirt. Yeah, he had. He was too. He 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 wasn't. It 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 makes you wonder. It makes me wonder whether a lot of his di- lines and dialogue were written for Sam Drake. And then yeah. they repurposed it to be that Sully. Makes, that makes sense a bit now, yeah. Or whether Sully was originally written in older and mm. Mark Wahlberg was like, I don't want to be seen as being an old guy in this movie. I want to be the young, the still young and attractive and fun co-lead. Yeah. Because like, I like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to start casting aspersions on his character, but you do hear <laughs> stories about yeah. actors demanding changes to scripts mm. so anyway i think that's it yeah i can't I can't think of much much to, else to, to yeah and we did it in um we've done it in like an hour and 20 minutes an hour and 15 minutes rather than the three and a half hours it took us to do spider-man so <laughs> well just just me and you it's the most important views this is the ones that make most sense <laughs> i guess so it's gotta be uh it's gotta be up yeah we will we'll if if Ross and Matt ever do end up watching this, we will update this episode with their thoughts on the end and maybe yeah. an updated review score. Um, so the, my big question at the end of this, I guess, would be, do we want a sequel? I do, 
because I really like Tom Holland. I'd happily see him in the role again. And I think, despite the fact that they rush the relationship in this movie, I think Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg having a warm, paternal relationship where they banter, but they're really fond of each other, would benefit a follow-up film greatly. What do you think? What do you think about whether you want to see a sequel? I mean, if if I was given the option of basically yes or no, I'd say no, just off the first one. But if they <laughs> if were you, like, if you were the one who had to pay for it, yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> but if like if they said the yeah, obviously the second one will be obviously very similar in terms of story, but we can go more into the relationship uh, between these two, um, and have that have it say more like the game and, and that, then I I'd, I'd be up for I guess funding it <laughs> and, and watching it, um. But yeah, it just they could have just had left this on such a better ended it on such a better way or term to kick off the second one because the second one really I think a lot of people are just going to be like we we've got to see that relationship that connection that yeah that paternal connection between the two which they didn't they didn't at all do in this one mm. which again they spent the whole time bickering which I guess I get why you did it. But you lost so much. If they just kind of be, if they trusted each other halfway through the film, and in the end, they were yeah they were helping each other out. Then yeah, it would have it would have for me anyway done a lot a lot more. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Apparently, mm. one one of the earlier scripts was leaked in the Sony Pictures hack. Ooh. Um, so that would be interesting, but interesting for another time because I can hear my son shouting in the background and I'm going to go and do my husbandly fatherly duties and go and help wrestle him into some pajamas. And I am going to, since I don't have a wife or a son, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you enjoy that. And, um. I really enjoyed chatting about this movie with you, Andy. And it's it well, yeah. I say it's been it's been nice. It's uh, I quite like it when we're all together, but we do tend to talk over each other. And uh, well, obviously, another two people, another two views. So um, this yeah, this episode would have been twice as long and stuff. But um, yeah. I think Batman's coming next. We're going to do that. And ba- I think Batman all, is indeed the next. I think that's all four cast. of us, isn't it? So well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see whether Matt's twins are behaving. But I yeah. can't see Ross saying he can't be asked to go yeah. and see Batman. So <laughs> there'll be at least three of us. That's going to be that's going to be a great one. Like, yeah. I'm so looking forward to this film. This yeah. Batman film is going to be epic. Me be. too. Wicked. Right. Well, that's it from us. Thanks so much for listening. Give us a tweet if you fancy telling us what you thought of the movie and if you thought we got anything wrong. We Any would other have ideas some... for characters or actors that could yeah. have played? That's definitely. I, I can't help but think now who could have played <laughs> other characters that could have played. Uh, sorry, other actors that could have played Sully. Yeah. And yeah, we we would love to hear from you. And with that, we'll say uh, goodbye from Andy Henry. A uh, goodbye. Thanks very much for listening. And goodbye from me. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.